Glitterball Podcast. And just like that, Zach has been given his marching orders. It's time to talk about eviction number two and some very foul fast food. Please find the sick buckets under your seat. Welcome to He's Always Watching, a Big Brother podcast. Before we get into the discussion, dissection and analysis of this episode, just a reminder, I'm not judging these housemates as total people. I'm judging them off the edit we are seeing, so please be kind and don't send any hate. It's only a game show. It's not that serious. Hello friends and welcome to another episode of He's Always Watching, a Big Brother podcast. Holy cow, are we speeding through this season? We've already lost another housemate. Mind you, I am wondering how they're going to get rid of so many more before we get to finale. But Zach has been our second housemate to get the boot in what I think was a fairly predictable eviction in the end. I know the nomination result was shocking. But I think when it came down to it, in terms of the viewer's eyes, it was going to be pretty straightforward. But that's not our headline-grabbing moment from the eviction. Oh, no, 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 no. The booing, and in this case, the chanting, has returned. Oh, my God. We have to talk about Get carry out. It's sent the house spiralling, I think would be a fair summation. None more so than Carrie herself. I don't quite understand how she doesn't quite understand why though, like she's blaming it on not supporting Zach enough. And I'm like, um, maybe just sit and have a think about the entirety of your behaviour, like you just don't get it. So this has been really fascinating to watch the whole house, first of all, become super suspicious of Carrie and what on earth that she is saying in the diary room and in other bits I may have missed, but also simultaneously become more aware of the outside world. I think up until that point, they had been in a blissful ignorance bubble, almost like sure. We've already had AJ and Will pop in once for an eviction, but I think hearing that crowd really shook some of them quite deeply. And it was really interesting in particular for me to see Jordan and Henry's kind of combined meltdown going, we need to be careful of Carrie. What is she saying? Is she a liability? I would argue the liability is more Hallie, but here we are. I just... Yeah, I mean, it feels good considering all that we've seen as viewers to see Carrie get this moment and to to sort of see her have a meltdown. Will it change her behaviour? I'm not entirely convinced, to be honest. I think she, because she doesn't see exactly what she's done wrong, I don't think we'll see a change. Is she going to be second-guessing herself a lot? Quite probably, but I don't think she's that aware of her own behaviour 
that she'll be able to change her ways, which I think is a problem. Will this also put her potentially in the firing line for nominations? That's a fucking lootly. But will she go? I think it very much depends on who she is up against. But let's change gears and talk about this eviction itself. Zach has left our model casting building. I, I can't keep coming up with model puns. I'm ever so sorry. I think this was the right decision. Henry and Jordan and Matty in this love triangle sort of is more interesting viewing than whatever Zach was giving us with this kind of faux motivational moment. Like, that didn't really work for me, if I'm honest. And I don't think he had much left in the tank to give content-wise. That is my sincere opinion because I just, I think he's a model. They don't have to trade on personality. They trade on looks. So I'm not, I'm not surprised. But I think it was his time. It was time for Zach to make a graceful exit and that he did. But I think that in itself shook the house as well because the house for the most part saw Zach as a nice kind of guy but I'm also like why did you nominate him then but I think the cracks started to show like when we saw the argument between Dylan and Trish like that was so petty and for no apparent reason but they were both clearly processing Zach's eviction in my opinion very odd argument over a sausage sandwich like only on Big Brother Next up, though, I want to talk a house meeting. Because if this isn't Big Brother's attempt at doing a maths dinner party, I don't know what is. Now, having said that, I'm not mad at it. It just feels a little contrived. That is my humble opinion. Little contrived. Not a massive fan of the house meeting format. But it did give us some interesting moments. In particular, Noki's weird crying. Like, maybe that maybe she was closer to Zach than we saw. But I think that Jordan's reaction to Noki's crying was interesting in him feeling that she isn't genuine but I was just like where did these tears come from he's not dead he's just outside it didn't it, I'm, very, I'm very confused by Noki in general and it's something we'll come to in the next episode as well with this task that we are currently seeing unfold and I can't seem to break through Noki's veneer. I thought at some point we might, but all that we are seeing at the moment, we're not breaking through this pageant facade with Noki for me and that's quite disappointing because I was really looking forward to getting in amongst her actual personality rather than the personality that she projects 
However, we need to rewind now and talk about the foul fast food takeaway challenge. But we're going to do that right after this handy dandy break. Welcome back. And it's time to get disgusting with Big Brother and his next business venture. If it wasn't good enough that he'd gone into barista and smoothie-dom, he's now gone into fast food. And I don't know if this one's going to be a successful venture. It's Big Brother's foul fast food. And the housemates, well, they got some food in the end. They've all been complaining that they're so hungry. So Big Brother was generous, right? And gave them some food. Except this wasn't any ordinary food. This was absolutely disgusting. Now, if it were me, the one that I could have done would probably have been the pizza slices. That seemed like the least worst of all. Or maybe even the smoothie. I did feel bad for Tom and Paul with the mess that Jordan and Matty made on their bed. I was like, this is disgusting. I really hope somebody washed that doona immediately. Immediately. Uh, I don't think I would have a strong enough stomach for this task if that were me in that house. To be honest with you, it was just a bit grim. However... I was quite fond of Tom in this little tricycle moment. I thought that was really funny. And the fact that the housemates actually, for once, did power through and listen to all the rules in showing their immense satisfaction for these meals, even if that wasn't the case. That was very funny. And also, for once, I actually really enjoyed Jenkin and Chanel as this kind of slapstick double act while they were waiting for the orders to come in. I thought that was great too. This was a really funny task in the sense that the housemates have been dying for food. So what does Big Brother do in his cruel, cruel way? He gives them food, just not food they'd actually want to eat. Although I will say, I think they paid too much attention to this task in an eviction show in particular. It felt like we were watching a task show rather than an eviction show. And they really, really need to fix this eviction show format. It doesn't feel like an eviction show. I don't quite understand what they're doing. But it doesn't feel like an eviction show. Something is off. I think the timing of these segments, it just... It doesn't work as a format. It needs changing. But that is it. That is all I have for you in this super bite-sized edition of He's Always Watching. But I really just wanted to talk about that eviction and, of course, the get carry out. The revenge of the public, if you will. That was deeply interesting and I think it's only going to get more interesting as the weeks go on, folks. But we also need to talk about our very next shopping task where the house is divided in two and they are competing for the shopping budget. A nice little interesting twist there, but some take the competitive spirit a little 
too far. Yes, we will cover that and much more in the next episode of He's Always Watching, a Big Brother podcast. Thank you for joining me. If you've enjoyed this episode, come say hello over on He's Always Watching on Instagram. That's all for now, but remember, Big Brother's not the only one who's always watching. See you soon. Glitterball Podcasts.